Hey, hey. Don't be turning on that sensual voice this early. Is it the sensual voice? I guess maybe I have that on because it is early. Oh, yeah, that early. I just got out of bed. Right, right. I wish I could say something like that post-morning sex Hus. You were <laughs> you were sexing your pillow. <laughs> What's up though? Shit, another week, another day, another dollar. Another hoe gon' holler. Alright, I hear you, Gucci. So <laughs> <laughs> this week flew by, bruh. Did it really? Yes. What it wasn't like that for you? Uh not really. I mean, (laughs) I changed my schedule at work, so I was really itching for the week to end because I don't like it. I don't like the new schedule. (laughs) (laughs) So every day you were like... like Every day was like another day longer. Oh, shit. Damn, And I have one more week of this after this. And this time I didn't even have to do the full week. Next week I have to do the full week Monday through Saturday actually I'm working on Saturday next week so that's exciting that's great something to look forward to yeah can't wait can't wait but the week after that I have some days off so that'll be good that's what's up so what's up with you how come yours oh I know why yours went by so fast because you were drunk for half the week let's talk about that hold up hold up half the week yeah just (laughs) listen it really was that was so spur of the moment bro it always is isn't it you know what i mean (laughs) i was at work and it was the day of the summer social and i'm just so focused on my place that i'm like damn i forgot so they were like Mm are you going? And I'm like, damn, I guess so. So I'm there with my colleagues and they're like, do you guys want to go somewhere after this? And you know, one of them was like, I'm down right away. So of course, when someone responds so quickly, it's like, uh, do I say, nah, I'ma just bow out of this one or say, yeah, sure, whatever, I'm down. I definitely did the latter and was down, so. Yeah. Because nobody wants to do the FOMO thing. <laughs> right. So went to the bar with them. It was good time for sure. It was a good time. I don't even remember what I snapped you. So for you to even. Well, you snapped me. You know, when you start mm-hmm. laughing really loud and obnoxious. Oh, God. So happy and drunk. It was a lot of that. It was a lot of that. <laughs> It was a lot of that. And then it was like some awkward ass snaps where you're just shining the light on your face. And he's like, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing, Shayna? Because we don't know. And neither did I. Yeah, we all went out and I didn't even make it back home. I somehow (laughs) passed out between let's order food and then get Ubers out. And then you just never made it to the Uber out? No. I never even made it to the pizza. Damn! You didn't even get to the food? (laughs) (laughs) While waiting for the pizza, I just fell asleep. Next thing I knew, it was 6 a.m. Time to go to work. That is really crazy that you really passed out that hard in the stranger's home. And they, like, didn't even wake you. Well, they're not really strangers. No. 
No, I know that. I'm just saying they knew that Joaz had work because y'all all work together. What did they think was going to happen? The thing is, I definitely made sure from when I was in the bar to set my alarm just in case. So I was able to wake up in time. And they also live in the vicinity of my job. It was literally a 20 minute walk. Well, that's good. To work. So I made it in time. That one coworker that you were saying, huh, so-and-so hasn't come in yet. Did she ever make it in? (laughs) She made it in. The thing is, she never set her alarm, you see? So she was just completely Uh, frazzled when she got in. She's also new. So she was like, oh my gosh, I am a horrible person. I'm like, girl, it's okay. (laughs) Then I went out last night with Scotty. But I always say you can't have two great nights in a row. You can't. Yeah, you can't. We try. We always try. But then it's like, it never happens. That's what's going on here. The thing about that is it's good that we're planning our San Francisco trip the way we are because we're not really trying to have three great nights. Right. We're trying to just do a little day thing, do a little meal thing. Yeah. We're not putting too much pressure on the situation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when the true fun happens, you know? Exactly. And that's why that was such a fun time because I was really not expecting that I was definitely expecting to take my ass home so yeah good week (laughs) well that's good I'm glad for you while we're talking about random stuff you know the Steelers are back in action baby (laughs) ha ha okay you keep (laughs) yeah (laughs) you keep saying it oh my gosh yo I've been living on Snapchat because the Steelers have a Snapchat, then the NFL Uh has a Snapchat. So I'm just getting a double dose of players. And then there's a few players individually that I follow. So I'm covering all the bases and they're looking good out there. They're ready for a good season. You know what I'm saying? Fans are hype. Steelers have some of the best, most loyal fans. Yeah, I I see in this world look at you black and yellow black and yellow yeah. black and yellow black and yellow hey, hey. i you know what it is <laughs> every day i do i do it big <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm just really excited about football, man. I'm so excited. I'm pumped up. All right, that's enough of that. I got a nice breakup. Mine is random. Mine is sex. <laughs> okay, well, mine's kind of in the sex vein, but random in the sex vein. So I'll go. I don't care. Would you let a guy with braces go down on you? Full braces. I guess we're gonna. <sighs> yes, <Yeah>, sure. <laughs> sure. Yes. You'd roll the dice. Yes. Pray that he knows what he's doing. That's what I would hope. But then also, I don't know. Every woman has different pressure levels. How hard one can press or how much pain you want to take or what you like. So you know how sometimes you want to rub the front of your teeth on it for the ridges? Uh Uh-huh. Can you see me right now? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) What if he did that? Yeah, right. And then your whole clit is sliced the fuck up. (laughs) But come on, how sliced would it be? Braces aren't meant to cut the mouth. Okay, 
we both had braces now. I know, I know, yes. And didn't you ever sometimes get maybe in the back up against your cheek, it might have got irritated or something like that, maybe. Oh, like a little loose wire. Yeah, or something was poking. Yeah, I see what you mean. Ooh. It could happen, bro. I've definitely had to go back and get shit adjusted. Then when you would put the wax on it, you know, and you'd put the wax on it sometimes. Well, it would really have to be a situation where there's no teeth. Just be all tongue and mouth. All tongue and lips. All tongue and lips, you know? like All tongue and lips, baby. Tongue yes. and lips, hashtag tongue and lips. <laughs> <laughs> tongue and lips. <laughs> that was really good. So, most embarrassing experience in the bedroom. (laughs) Okay. The true most embarrassing moment, I don't think I can really say on this podcast. I'm not really... I'm thinking of two good embarrassing moments that I just cannot even share. (laughs) Damn. I'm not over it. You know how when something is embarrassing, but then you can laugh about it. I'm just not really there. (laughs) I could talk about someone else's embarrassing moment in the bedroom with me, though. Oh, my gosh. Damn. She's like, shit. I plead the... Okay, no, no, no. I'll tell one. I mean, we talked about anal on this podcast before. Right, right. And Shayna, maybe you remember this when this happened. During college, I was dating this guy, and he took me on a mountain getaway. We were in this cabin. It was very cute and romantic. And for whatever reason, while we were there, we were like, we're going to try anal while we're here (laughs) like we're gonna we're gonna do it so then we go to the pharmacy and I call Shayna and I'm like Shayna what do I need in order to successfully do this and you're like um some lube he's like get an enema you're gonna do an enema before all this prep work for the shit literally it was planned like it's going down tonight so then we do the enema which was very embarrassing in itself that was the first time i'd ever even done an enema in general so it's like what the fuck what's happening to me (laughs) did you do it alone or did he help you no he helped me he was very hands-on we were in a very serious relationship so it's okay yeah so that's like, love he helped clean your butt uh, bro your <laughs> anal cavity he helped <laughs> cleanse that shit oh my god yeah so we do all the prepping and all this kind of stuff do the googles to make sure he knows what to do and then we get in the bed making out doing it all and then as soon as his penis grazes the crevice of my ass i'm like i start freaking out i'm like no 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 i can't do it i can't do it the crevice of your ass (laughs) i just felt it going down i'm just like no 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 like literally start panicking and he's like okay he just totally is like you know what no you wildin right that was embarrassing i mean it's like we did all that prepping but i just couldn't do it i just cannot get behind allowing something in my asshole i'm just not there i just and I know, I know, it feels good. All the senses, it's very sensual there. Oh my goodness, that's funny. Yeah, that was embarrassing. You gonna tell one? Uh, an embarrassing? 
shucks i can't really think of one to be honest i'm not trying to say i'm flawless or anything because that's not the case but i'm just saying like i don't really mm -mm. sorry i (laughs) great thanks now I'm over here like, do I really want that on the phone? Oh, get out. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I don't think it's that bad at all. You got to be real. You got to be real. You ever did an enema, Shayna? Yes, I have, but not for anal. I just did an enema. (laughs) Oh, had to clean you out yeah awesome all right moving right along it's leo season <laughs> yes leo season has been lit as fuck so far it has we've been doing the most for the lion lion we have this shit has just been so lit and my mom's birthday is tomorrow happy early birthday Shayna's mom yeah it's her birthday oh also happy belated birthday to president barack obama yes happy birthday mr president right happy birthday mr president happy birthday Shayna's mommy we're growing closer each year girlfriend <laughs> Does she listen to the podcast or not? No, she doesn't. Well, she should. She should listen. No. Well, she shouldn't listen to this episode since we just had that whole enema talk, but. No, she shouldn't listen because then everybody in my family would know what Shane is up to. You're right. You're right. Okay. You know what's really going to be funny is when we blow up and somebody's cousin's like, didn't I hear Shayna on this podcast? And grandma's right. like, what are you talking about? What's a podcast? <laughs> Break it down. <laughs> they know that I record. They know that I'm doing something. They just don't quite know what it is, how to access it. Right. And you're not jumping to explain. Yeah. No rush. Anybody on Facebook, though, the family members on Facebook is like they might see certain things. I was kind of thinking that my dad wouldn't really know what a podcast was either. But my dad was a guest on a podcast. So he knew right off the bat when I brought it up. And I was just like, oh, you're hip to game. Okay. You're like, damn. (laughs) Yeah, foiled my plan. So what's up for Leo season? We go and hit them off with ways to attract the Leo. Yeah, let's get some tips. Yeah, let's do it. Now, Leos, they have a big ego, very prideful beings. So what you want to do is give them a lot of compliments. Stroke that ego. Really stroke it. That makes sense. And you, as a person, have to look good beyond your shit you gotta be a looker they don't really like anyone who can't elevate what they already have going on how they see you is best explained as an extension of themselves yeah and they could also be very critical of you in that sense caitlin johnson also mentioned it i'll pull up a quote on that shortly but if you have a leo in your life remember hashtag luxury Get them something very nice. They like that shit. They like (laughs) the finer things in life. I just have to interject here because you know how my mind is delayed in many ways. Ah. And um, this week we discovered that I do, in fact, know a Leo. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
I do know a Leo. And it's just when you put those pieces together, each and every time it gets me. The Leo that I know, so in for the luxury thing. Right. Really here for really nice dinners, really nice cocktail, mm-hmm. and even in the smallest ways, you know what I'm saying? Really here for that and definitely likes to look good. Yeah. And wants people around him to look good. Yeah, the ex-Leo of mine, he was definitely into designer. Oh my gosh. Just ready for it. Oh my gosh. Opulence. When I would get him gifts, the gifts were always on that level as well. I won't go in and name what they were, were, but... Right, they were over the top, you guys, because we were young and poor. (laughs) Young and dumb, but listen, I was riding around and getting it. Right. (laughs) No, you really was slick on the low. So, yes, and since we are on the topic of the ex, Caitlin spoke about the Aquarius and how we're opposite and our personalities could not be more on the contrary. Wow. She basically says Aquarius is about keeping it real where Leo just likes to spin the reels. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> reels, pesos, <Ooh>. pounds or dollars. <laughs> she is trying it caitlin you tried it girl so basically she's like the leo is definitely into the tangible items while aquarius is far beyond that they want to focus more on things that are real let's get deeper and i do feel like i'm like that and i found myself getting annoyed sometimes at the fact that i'm trying to be on this real shit and you over here on this other shit like you know get on get on my level what get on my level what (laughs) so that was one thing that caitlin hit on the nose another thing she mentioned was how leos can be overly critical of their partner's physical appearance or how they hold themselves in social situations like i said leos want you to be on your shit they want you to look really good because they see you as an extension of themselves but caitlin kicked it like leos need to learn how to see their partner as a whole instead of an accessory and one of the debates that always used to be is when i used to get my box braids or wear my natural hair that was an issue but I'm like, I don't really care what you think because you should know of all people that I like variety. I switch my hair up all the time. All the time. And it's not like I don't look good when I do it. So please back up. Yeah. But that was definitely one of the things he would talk about a lot. Like, oh, these box braids. That is really crazy because I have never been in a relationship where someone critiqued my appearance. I have never experienced that in a relationship. And I just feel like that's crazy that that's just how they are. Even the idea of gaining weight and getting too big was an issue too. Don't ever. Yeah, don't you even think about that. I'm like, wait, hold the hell up. What's going on? That's that Leo king of the jungle. Yeah, she made some valid points and then it goes full circle into what Angelica was saying last week. Caitlin said, if you happen to strike 
a negative Leo, you can find yourself confronted with someone very unpleasant who displays bombastic arrogance, autocratic pride, and haughtiness. So that sums it up. That's pretty much what the relationship was in a nutshell. And that's not to say that's how it was. Yeah always because i knew him in high school and in high school it was definitely it wasn't like that all good but i think in college both of us were not really prepared to be in a serious relationship while in college while growing while changing while learning getting our lives together yeah dealing with outside influences Yeah, yeah, so it's really no one to blame, but it's really to say that in high school, it was more of a pure heart, but as we got into college, our environments changed us, and so with that, I think he transformed into more of a negative Leo, and that caused negative things to arise and things to just not work out. Yeah, but did you know that Aquarius and Leo were a strained pair when you were younger so yes i used to read it and it always said opposite <laughs> but it had that opposites attract thing and i think that it's true because like i said in the beginning it was in a sense magnetic where it was just like yo we work but as the other things came in it couldn't work anymore i think it's good that even if you're dating someone who's supposedly your opposite i agree with people who think everyone is different because it's true even if something is not supposed to be your match you never know it could be opposites attract things so it's good to not let things deter you from how you're feeling but just be mindful of you know it right be. right the reason why this isn't working actually could be because we're not supposed to be together but i still gave it a try and that's what matters when we were together i guess the good part was i like to make decisions yeah but because leos want to be leaders if i didn't feel like making one one could be made right there yeah so that's another piece on tales from cheeky bobby with the leos tales from a real nigga you feel me that was real leo shit y'all that was some gems that's us for star talk catch us next week nosy news all right i got some things for y'all not really too much just a few things i just wanted to shout out sasha obama for having a summer job i know that it really isn't that noteworthy because most 15 year olds have a job but she don't have to work she really doesn't have to work and i really don't think that her parents were like you need to get a job this summer she was probably just like i want to hang out with my friends during the day at this job (laughs) so i'm gonna go to work (laughs) i think that's really cute She's a Gemini. I was reading a little bit about Leo parent and Gemini child. Mm -hmm. And it was on a baby website. But for some reason, I just kind of felt like this is how President Obama and Sasha probably are, even not in a baby way. A quote that I pulled out was, with your warm and engaging personality, you should have no problem helping your Gemini child connect with interesting people and experiences. I really do think that his personality is what helps them be more comfortable being all over the world, meeting millions of people dignitaries and you do have to figure out a way to connect with that and they seem totally fine they're not shy (laughs) they're not shy (laughs) they're just they're just like any other growing teen with the growing pains and joys yep did you see the pictures of malia 
at um, Lollapalooza. She was turned up. Yeah. I didn't see the pictures. I only seen the video. Oh, of her twerking. Yes. Yeah, but then after that, a lot more pictures started coming up. But basically, she was just turned up the whole time and just dancing like this. like <laughs> With her arms up, showing off her body. Yeah, just really bad twerking, doing mad body rolls. And I'm just like, Malia, if you want to twerk your little string bean self, right. you can do it, girl. You're starting college probably around now that was like the last hoorah before they go to college go ahead girl yeah you do your little body rolls and be off beat the poor thing was not on beat she wasn't hitting it she wasn't at all so it's like why are we even talking about this who are who are her friends who are her friends (laughs) those white girls she's getting no guidance Sydney, she missed that connection that you were looking for in high school. (laughs) She didn't have it, though. I at least had options. The school she's at, she ain't got no options. You know she ain't got no options. Yes, yes, we do know that. Yeah, so shout out to the Obama sisters. Y'all, y'all keep it up. Keep up the good work, kids. Okay, delving right into some dumb shit. (laughs) Did you hear about Dylan Roof getting his ass beat in jail? No. Dylan Roof, as you recall, is the maniac who shot people at the church in South Carolina. Right. He got his ass beat in jail because niggas ain't having that. Oh, they was just like, hell no. (laughs) Basically. Well, I think it was just one guy that actually jumped him in the shower. But yeah, just really leant into his ass. (laughs) One guy can't jump him, Sydney. Beat him up. Okay, he beat him up. But I'm saying it was attack style. Okay. Ambush style. So what is that? Jumped into his ass. (laughs) (laughs) The general consensus is everyone's just like, Right. They say the nigga who beat him up is out on bond. I don't know how that happened. Unless I read that wrong. I'm trying to see if I can find it again now. But I really think that I read something that said that the man who attacked Dylan Roof in the bathroom Mm -hmm. was out on bond. (laughs) Like he just came in, beat his ass real quick, and then got out on bond. Wow. He had a job. He had a job to do. And Dylan Roof is not pressing charges. <laughs> Why are you going to press charges, bro? So you can get that ass beat again? Of course you're not going to press charges. Don't be crazy. What goes around comes around, comes around, comes like around. Hey. Okay. Jaden Smith, the mm-hmm. cute little Jaden hipster Smith, was dating this white girl named Sarah Snyder, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what her claim to fame is other than being his girlfriend. She's 21. She's too young for me to like. It's only so many young people I can have, and she's not one of them. <laughs> so they're dating. Then there's this other guy named Gunner, and he's this kid that be in Atlanta, and I know him. He's just popping. He's more popping than I had known I guess I thought that he was just the homies photographer and I knew that he had taken pictures of Wiz Khalifa I didn't know he was so well known but shout out to Gunner if you're listening to this podcast 
Shout out to you, bro. He was also dating Sarah Snyder at some point before, after, or during Jaden. So Sarah posts a picture of her with this huge bouquet behind her. And the shit's like, when your ex is salty that you're in love with your man, thanks baby for the flowers or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I guess that was a dig at Gunner. And so Gunner was like, oh, bitch, you thought. And this nigga posted all these screenshots of Sarah hitting him up again and again like I love you I love you I'm sorry I hung out with him and I didn't even like him I love you I love you blah 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 all this shit basically calling her out added Jaden was like sending him screenshots of them laid in the bed (laughs) pictures of them in this mirror in a hotel all this shit putting it all over Twitter and Sarah had nothing to say and I just thought that that was so funny because the niggas that Gunner be around are savages. Oh my gosh. They're very cold hearted. They don't love these hoes. What is Gunner's sign? I don't know. Oh my gosh. You couldn't find it? I know. I know. It's a very crucial detail. I'm going to continue to investigate that. But Sarah is a Leo and Jaden is a Cancer. Mm. Jaden's going to get back as a Cancer. He's gonna get the last pinch he's gonna have the last laugh well we're waiting Jaden. we're waiting i hope that there is a last laugh to be had unless maybe he is so far beyond this yeah maybe he just doesn't give a fuck yeah we'll see shout out to gunner for being a petty one <laughs> he said the proof is in the pudding baby <laughs> Your bitch was blowing my phone up because I wasn't talking to Then we were all sexed out in the bed. Just naked. Moving right along. Most recently, Drake and Rihanna have been spotted being so cute and cuddly together. And I just want to know, are you here for the Drake and Rihanna or what? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Looks good. And the video, the work video was fun to watch. That was cute. Yeah. Pisces, Scorpio. I don't know what's to be said about this. They're most compatible pairing, but it's just, I really do think that Rihanna might be too savage for Drake. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, Drake could end up really hurt. <laughs> like, although he is a Scorpio and he has some tricks up his sleeve, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just got to watch this one. I think that it would be cute, though. Right. It would be a good look. If it worked out, that would be cute. But then when you think about it, Rihanna really likes a more sensitive guy because she was with Chris Brown, who was young and tender at that time. Yeah. She likes the prime meat, prime and tender. <laughs> and there's a lot of money to be made between Drake and Rihanna. Whew. Yeah, for sure. That could do some damage. Right. So we'll keep an eye on that. But I think that that would be a good look. We can get some cute photos, some outfit inspo, some bagels, probably. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. Also, Tammy and Waka are reconciling. Wow. How exciting. Look at we that. We prayed for this. We totally prayed for this, and it didn't take long. How long were they split up? I don't know the official time, but I guess maybe like nine months. That's what it seems like. Maybe it was a little bit longer, right. but it doesn't seem like it was that long. 
And Tammy just celebrated her birthday. Happy belated birthday, Tammy. And she was in Jamaica with her girls. And he set the whole thing up and made it really special. And then had this romantic candlelit dinner for all her friends. And she was just crying and so happy. He was making all these sap ass posts like, oh, I married my best friend and all this shit. And she's like, wow, you guys really reconnected. That's beautiful. Waka knows that that Leo loves the luxury. That's what he gave her. (laughs) That's what he gave her. And she loved it. Loves the luxury. For sure. So shout out Tammy and Waka forever. Anytime I'm on Twitter and I see him tweet something really sap about her, I retweet and say hashtag Tammy Waka forever. (laughs) That's all, folks. We're back on the Polly series. Right. We got some replies. Some replies from a nice little questionnaire that we put together out of our pure, innocent heart. <laughs> and quite frankly, when I read over the questions beforehand, I was just like, cool, bet. The questions that I had added, they sounded different in my head than they looked when they were written. So the response we got from this one person in particular, I really think that they were a little hostile, but in the nicest way possible. I guess it would be like if a white person was asking me questions about my natural hair or something like that. Right, right, right. That's probably how it felt to them. The tone, yeah. (laughs) Right. So I kind of get why we got the tood, you know what I'm saying? Why we got the tood back, but... You know, it was still a little tood, (laughs) you know, so I just had to bite the bullet on that one. But it was also very informative, too. It was. It was. It definitely put a lot of things in perspective and it helped me understand okay this is not something to be seen as weird just like anything else isn't to be looked at in a different life or seen as weird like we should accept this way of life too not necessarily cultivate it into our own but understand it just really have an understanding of all the relationship concepts there are out here in this world because there are many and now I'm just so intrigued but this was a very informative Q&A right let's just pull out a couple of them one of the things that I wanted to point out is that when we asked her why did you decide to become polyamorous she just felt like it was always right for her yeah kind of like being gay or that's basically what she's saying it's not like you make a conscious decision to do it it's just that's what feels the best that's what works the best for me it's not like i was like you know what of all the things i could be i'm gonna be this i guess it's just an emphasis on the fact that you don't decide what the heart wants you know right heart wants what the heart wants yeah it is what it is And she said that she learned what the terminology was like two and a half years ago. So I guess she's saying she... She's always been living this lifestyle. She always had these feelings, but she didn't really know what it was called. Yeah, she didn't really know there was actually a name for it. She just thought it was what it was. Right. And that makes sense because I had heard of it, but I didn't really read into it or do any research. So let me point out a question and answer where we got a little kickback. Okay. 
to kind of show the annoyance she felt. So a question was, how do you make time for everyone? Because think about it. If you're dating two or three people, right, in love with them, how do you make that emotional time for everyone? That seems like a valid question to me. How do you feel about that, Shayna? With her answer saying, just like you make time for your priorities now you can her answer was i don't understand the point slash reasoning behind this question i'm an adult that can schedule my time for any events some of them are dates not really physical time i'm talking about that mental emotional time you can't schedule a heart to heart you know what i'm saying (laughs) you know what i'm saying like you can't pencil that in (laughs) <laughs> you, yeah. you can't pencil in those moments right that's more of what i meant but then again i get the annoyance with just because i'm dating so many people i'm so busy i have to juggle them of course i can make time for everyone right but then we don't know the needs of all those partners not every partner might need all that time yeah you're right and she also said that she treats her partners as equals no one has precedence over the other and as we know now there are many types of poly relationships and she isn't really in a hierarchical poly relationship right now it's more like everything is all on the same level yeah so one more thing that i wanted to point out we asked how do you practice safe and smart sex in a polyamorous relationship since there are more people involved. Her response was, how does anyone practice safe sex with mad question mark? Research suggests that poly has no or even a beneficial effect of safe sex practices. If everyone knows about everyone else and say a condom breaks, then it's no big deal if you inform your partners that you need to go get tested again. Where there's more communication, there's better practices. So you basically have to have safe sex forever or not? Well, see, the thing with this is I did some more reading on my own. And what I found was those who practice polyamory, they're more likely to share with their partner. Like, listen, uh, something's not right here with my other partner. Right. And I think that I have to get checked out because everyone knows that everyone's seeing each other everyone knows that they're involved whereas if you're in a monogamous relationship that dude or that woman is not going to be so quick to say hey i stepped outside of the relationship and i think we might have to get tested tested. just to be sure so i feel like there are benefits to the poly lifestyle in that regard everyone's open and it's no fear you know what's going on so you know you have to get tested and be smart but as far as her answer i mean how does anyone practice safe sex i don't know i think niggas is slacking these days so keep it real shit that's (laughs) y'all could be slacking too quite frankly that was my point i just feel like if you're in this long-term relationship poly or not you be slacking so it's like you really want to say that you use a condom every time and the only instance of when you're like let's go get tested is when a condom breaks that doesn't seem realistic to me was there one that you liked because I know you pointed out the ones you wanted to roast out. I did like her answer to the one where we asked, do you ever get jealous? And she was like, 
yeah, we get jealous and the quicker I identify it myself, the quicker I can openly discuss what's really driving the jealousy. That's important. That's real. That's some serious self-awareness shit because not everybody can be that self-aware. Right. But why are you acting that way? And that's good. I think that that should be practiced in monogamous relationships too. We're just going to have to start putting monogamous in quotation marks because, you know, niggas just don't know. Niggas just don't know. Yeah. Niggas don't know if we really monogamous anymore like i'm confused i am still holding out i'm holding on yeah so that was that (laughs) but there's another response from an avid listener and she said hey ladies i'm loving the podcast i found it particularly interesting that a few episodes ago you touched a bit on polyamorous relationships and i wanted to join the conversation if i may for so long i have struggled to determine whether humans are truly meant to be monogamous this came about because of all the cheating that i've witnessed and experienced over the years men and women cheat men and women get bored of their one monogamous partner so why do we continue to tell and force ourselves only one partner will suffice for a lifetime my reflection seemed a bit outlandish until i met a polyamorous man who happens to be a Leo. We shared many of the same ideologies about relationships and love. And for the first time, I learned that there are people in our society who date multiple people in a way that is honest, respectful, and morally sound. I'm not talking about a one-sided sister-wife situation, but a situation in which it is communicated that, hey, I really like you, but I am also interested in getting to know other guys as well. Not on no ho shit either because it's not all about sex. But too often I think we deprive ourselves of variety when it comes to love, affection, and intimacy, which in turn leads us to become bored, destructive, and ultimately cheat. I believe most instances of cheating could be avoided if people accepted the fact that no one person will fulfill all of our expectations and desires. I do not officially identify with polyamory. However, when I think about my ideal dating situation, it does not fall under the confines of monogamy. I think people should focus less on labels and society's expectations of them and instead determine as an individual what would make you happy and then be open with the people about your intentions. By removing jealousy, possessiveness, entitlement, selfishness, fear, self-doubt, and the many other negative feelings and behaviors that result from thinking someone belongs to you and you only, you open yourself up to build relationships that focus more on having fun and enjoying the human connection. A person should want to be with you not because exclusivity is the rule of thumb, but because they sincerely want to be. Low key, more people are polyamorous than we recognize. Hence the sneaky cheating. That's probably more like four cents for you, but I hope it made sense, LOL. That shit was like six cents, girl. (laughs) 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 10 cents. Damn on that ass. No, that was real though. It is a lot to consider when you really think about it, but I don't know. I'm still learning as we continue on this journey. This is the Polly series. Tender tale for today. This is from Lola. Lola had a lot on her mind one night and decided to let us know. But this is going to refer back to the blog post from GL Lambert. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a, this is on that blog, based on that blog post. And she says, Lola writes, 
So I'm going to tell two stories kind of off that blog post. Excuse the incorrect grammar. I'm riding on my iPhone in the airport and just had two glasses of wine. So I'm in my feelings to say the least. But the first guy and possibly second I fell in love with. She just delves right into this guys. The first guy and possibly second I fell in love with was the best friend from childhood. I'll spare you most of the details but long story short he ended up taking my virginity and your girl was smitten. And he was also a Gemini and Lola is a Libra. So that nigga had great dick, charming, but was switching up on you so quick. I thought we were in love. I knew he was doing his own thing, but based on his words and actions and time spent, I really thought I changed this man. We basically lived together and literally spent the entire tenure of the situationship with one another. Even though I knew who he was as a man, because we were friends so long, he just loved women and wasn't shit. She put that in parentheses. <laughs> I always thought he respected me and my feelings way more than he actually did. He knew I was a virgin and knew I was waiting on the right one. I thought he was the right one. We would talk about our plans for the future, make five-year plans, plan trips around the world. We were in college, so I should have known some of this just wasn't going to happen. <laughs> I always saw his potential and his growth, even when he didn't. I tried to push him to always be better. He put me on game, looked out for me always, and always made sure I was good, etc. But in hindsight, maybe that's actually what I did for him. Now being a little older and slightly more experienced, I just realized that while he was there for me physically, in reality, he was never there for me emotionally. I loved him because I just love hard. I loved his family. I loved his bad boy ways. I loved his ancient antics. I loved his thrill-seeking nature just to do dumb shit and the want to get in trouble with the law and completely build this false bad boy lifestyle he wasn't born into. (laughs) That's not a positive. (laughs) I just loved him, point blank. But also in that love, I never had a man break me so damn much, trying to be the cool girl, cooking, cleaning, and just being all around fun and spontaneous and quote unquote down, similar to what GL Lambert said. I refused to pay attention and understand the signs he was giving me within that whole situation. This continued for a while, and before I knew it, he never wifed me and ended up getting a whole other girlfriend and tried to get she and I to become friends. Parentheses, what the fuck kind of nigga shit? He thought he was Stevie J. (laughs) He apologized once in the sorriest of ways and never asked truly how I felt or even tried to understand what he really did to me as a woman. And how could I expect him to understand when I didn't even understand? I let him do that to me. I went and lived some life and traveled the world bloop, and got quite educated in all facets of life and kept it moving. But my self back up recognized my worth and vowed never ever to let another man do what he did to me. I'm sure we all go through that. I was in college, but I'll stay single before I ever let someone hurt me in that way. These aren't repressed memories. I just have to set the scene. She said that at the end. I just have to who saw on that one because she covered a lot of terrain and your girl found every similarity from that blog post and pulled it out of that guy and just boom, 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 boom. It is what it is. Yep. You got to see it. Yeah. Sometimes it's after the fact, but... It be taking time, though, like, mad time. You come back stronger for the next. Right. And her second story is, like, a now version of what's going on, but I'm gonna save that. As our tender tales continue. Dun-dun-dun. Part two. 
Send us your Tinder tales. Send them in. To sign me up podcast at gmail.com. Right. And make sure to hit us up on Twitter at sign me up podcast at Sydney Poppins 2. At Cheeky Bobby. Sign me up podcast. Signing out.